What's your favourite story or book? Um, probably um, Sick, this thing called Sister JD. Yeah. yeah. What do you love about that? Um, that both of the sisters still always play together and they'll like, always go with each other and like, they'll make stories up and think about anything that they could do in the future. Oh, that's nice. Good, I like that. That's all really helpful. Nadia, quickly, help me pack the mountain. Ah, it's hot. It will cool quickly. Here, use the damp cloth. <laughs> Those sticky, my fingers won't work. Look, it's easy. Pinch the ends of each one together like this, so it looks like a little boat. And they all float, see? Look at that, mm. completely watertight. I can do this, Mama. OK, I will make all the little boats. Excellent. And then you stuff them with a little bit of the lamb mixture, yes? Not too much. And look, here you go. One man too, ready for steaming. <gasps> wow, you're so quick. I keep dropping... Little one, I've been doing this for years, so don't worry, you'll get the hang of it. It's fiddly. My fingers aren't working. They will. <laughs> keep going. I wasn't very fast when Bakhtia taught me, but I soon learned. <gasps> Perfect, so clever, see? Your fingers will be flying before you know it. Will Thoria help soon? Yes, when she wakes. But she's a little unwell, remember? We must let her sleep to get better. We have a long journey ahead of us. Mm, I hope she feels better soon. When I had that cold, I was so unhappy. My nose always dripping. Ah, but you soon got well. My special soup, remember? Mm. <gasps> Will there be soup where we're going? Oh, yes, everywhere has soup. Will there be mantu? Oh, I am... Um, well, there'll be so many wonderful foods to eat. <gasps> but can we have mantu? It's my favourite thing. Look, i made seven so far. Wonderful. Mama, will it be warm? It might be a bit colder than we're used to during the day, but remember how cold it gets here at night? You know how to wrap up to keep out those chills. Mm -hmm. I have my blanket already rolled. Brilliant. You're so organised, little one. I hardly need to do anything with you helping me here. And Roy is too. I helped her pack her rucksack. She wanted to take so many things they don't all fit, so I made her choose the three favourite things. Just like me. How clever. Tell me, what are your three things? Uh, my book of fairy tales, the scarf Babchi gave you at Jodo, and my tiny flower tin, the one Papa left before he went away. What excellent choices. <laughs> All this mantu fit in your bag. There's so much. We'll be having so many picnics on the way. Keep going. Keep going. Only a few more to make. Okay. Will there be yoghurt too? No, no, not this time. We'll keep it simple, yes? Just mantu, warm and fresh. Raffi slapping the table jolts me back from a memory I didn't know I still had. I haven't sat in that kitchen for so long, so to have found myself there with Mama is as much a surprise as the din Raffi is creating. I smile at him, ask what that tune is he's playing, and he laughs and says, Nothing, miss, just jamming. And I slap my hands on the table too, joining in, making the big plastic bowls and wooden spoons jump and jitter on the tabletop. All the kids are joining in now, and pretty soon the noise is deafening, and Joyce looks over. Gives me a smile, but does a sort of hush it up a bit gesture with her hand. She's not angry. I know this after months of volunteering here in this place, with its small chairs and chaos. No, she's just keeping that kind of hold on things. We've got a group in today, doing some sort of workshop with the littlest ones, and they're stuck in the main space next to us as we make banana bread, and I can tell it's not going well. No, wait. Not that it's not going well. 
more that the woman trying to run it is working so hard to get the little ones to open up, but they're so quiet and shy and... And I can see she's a bit frustrated, but not with them. More with herself for not knowing the words they know. And I can tell she just wants them to know it's okay to speak. To say whatever words they want to, that she's listening, despite the racket all around. I'm dishing out spoons and bowls, weighing flour, breaking eggs. My kids are rowdy with excitement as we make a batter, mashing sugar and sultanas. Oi! Oi, Aaliyah, no pushing, please. Let Malia have some sugar too. I'm saying as the time goes by. Out of the corner of my eye, I see the woman has paused. And all the little ones around her table are watching her. <laughs> she might not realise it, but they are listening. Despite the barriers and borders and sheer distances, I will her to keep going. To keep going for their sake. And then she smiles, big and bright like a clown would, and reaches down with both hands into her hessian bag and pulls something round, red and bright out. Like a magician, she pauses, then uncovers it with a self-conscious flourish. Ta-da! Here, Nadia, take this pomegranate, keep it in your backpack but at the pocket at the side so you can reach around and get it when you're hungry. You need to keep oh, walking. I'm tired, Mama. I must be so early. Even the goats are still asleep. Please, Nadia, listen to me. A pomegranate in your pocket. Look, here. Roy is getting ready. She's even more tired than me. At least her nose has stopped dripping, though. Yes, no more dribbles. <laughs> How many pomegranates do we have? We have one each. Okay, Mama. Can I take Roy's to her? Oh, of course. And remember to polish them before you break them open. Remember to rub it hard over your sleeve, hmm, like this, mm -hmm. so it shines up enough that you can see your face in it. I will. You know, Roya loves pomegranates. She made a song once about them. Did she? Mm -hmm. How did it go? Do you remember? Mm -hmm. I'm sweet like sugar and healthy like an apple. I'm red as tomato, but I'm a delicious fruit. I have the toughest skin to protect you for always. So beautiful, Nadia. We must both sing it together as we walk. Mm. Is it far? I don't mind walking, but Roya will complain. We'll be fine. I can carry you in turn when you need to rest. You're both light as feathers. <gasps> Shall I pack the flour, Mama? Look, there's nearly a whole bag No, no, no. Here. We'll get flour when we arrive, and spices, and all the things we need to make dinner. Now, go and give your sister her pomegranate. We must be ready to go soon. <sighs> She'll still be grumpy with me. She hates getting up early. We're busy in the hall, hot. Flour everywhere as the kids smack their hands together. Clouds puffing up and out and settling in hair on skin, laughter. I think of another place, a long way away, probably gone in rubble. Time having scattered those walls I thought of as home. I wonder if there are poppy flowers growing in the tracks and grooves now. But then, Faisal and David yell, Miss, Miss, what do we do with the bananas? And I'm back here, mashing up donated bananas with 12 kids who have nothing else in the world but this moment right now. I watch the well-meaning woman push on with her small audience, their huge eyes baleful. Our youngest kids are so shy, still new to this chaotic world of high-rises and gum on pavements, not yet bold enough to speak up, 
not knowing yet that they can. She asked them to draw their favourite foods, to write their names beside the purple apples and lopsided ice cream sandwiches. She asks them to say their names, even though I know she must hardly be able to hear. As she splits the pomegranate open over a bowl of water, pulling out the jewelled seeds, she is telling the children about her grandpa, how he would pick the seeds and mix them with sugar to make a thick, sweet molasses, something he learned from his mother and her mother, and so on and so on. Backwards through those families, these recipes, food past, tables set. Our eyes meet when one of my lot drops something with a hard clang. Then I flinch, as does she. Something connects. I look at her properly. She is... like me. But not like me, exactly. The soil of her skin is a tone I understand, and her hair is that black that comes from a well too deep to ever reach the bottom of... She smiles, a tiny desperation in her eyes, so I give her a nod to keep going. Keep going. The kids are with you. Don't worry. Keep going. Keep going. Swish! As many as you Really? Even the ones that make teeth fall Even out? those ones. Oh, I wish I had some sweets I'm now. sorry, little one. Stop soon. But we must make the meeting place by dawn. It's okay, Mama. I was just thinking about chocolate and how nice it would taste when I can buy a huge bar for me and for you to eat. She like that. Yeah. Is she still sleeping? She is. You okay carrying her, Mama? Can I help? No, no, not yet. I can manage. Oh, because my feet hurt I'm a bit. Okay, I promise. Nearly there. We can rest when we get there. I eat. I promise. Okay, okay, Mama. <gasps> we can have the mantu I made. We can. I'm sweet like sugar and healthy like an apple. My bread has multitude of delicious delicious The banana breads are in the oven and the kids clear up the mess, making new mess, but at least they're a little quieter now and most of them are in the kitchen as I head out to wipe down the tables. The woman has persevered, and I can see there are pink smears of pomegranate juice on the scraps of paper all over the table, scrawled with wonky pictures, jumbled words. The children are talking a little more now, and she has a notebook beside her she jots into occasionally. I hear her say she has one more thing to share if they'd like to try something she's made. The children all clamber. They are hungry and eager, and as she delves into that hessian bag again and brings out... A huge Tupperware box. Condensation on the sides, I can see. I stop. Watch the droplets. Remember something from another lifetime ago. They look like little boats, see? I move to where I can see as the woman prizes the lid off the Tupperware and... (gasps) The aroma... The aroma hits me with the force of a hard wave in the sea. Coriander, cumin, green chilies. Across the ocean, a thousand miles. 
Mantu. Mantu on the street corner. <laughs> a street corner that I can only recall because of how it smelled. Uh, hot spice, sweetness, tender. Coriander, cumin, green chilies. Holding hands with my sister Roya. Running, laughing, loud and aloud. Uh, past the vendor who tosses up a paper cup filled with dumplings to share. <laughs> Running home. Home. It's been so long since I thought of that other life, and I... I have to walk to the window that looks out over the small patch of tarmac outside the community hall and face away from the children in that Tupperware box with its open clock, rewinding for a moment. Home. I have the toughest skin to protect you for always. At night, I still dream of stacks and stacks of naan, flecks of coriander hot and wet on top. I dream of standing on the wild high water, not being scared. The sky only a glorious opening with stars and not simply a canopy over my head. I dream of a vast terrain you would never believe real. And in my sleep, I say words for things you will know by different names. The distance I travel in my dreams will never equal that journey from there to here to where I stand now. And then, just when I think I might not ever be able to turn around again, the woman is beside me at the window. She doesn't look at me. Rather, she looks out at the same patch of tarmac. For a moment, I imagine she might be my older sister. Such is that crackle of almost kinship I sense as we stand shoulder to shoulder. But Roya is busy in her office, smart in her suit. <laughs> her last WhatsApp reminding me to please not to forget to bring cherry juice when we visit Mama tomorrow night. <laughs> my older sister, still grumbling at me. I know how far beyond grumbles our love can go. And as I stand, my breath condensing on the window, seeing not the tarmac patch, but those fantastical mountain stretches we walk by night, I remember the three of us in a flash, saying goodbye to some bricks in a doorway, the smell of dumplings still wet in the air, pomegranates in our pockets ready to find our way. The bright, high sounds clattering around the community hall bounce off the window I stare out of and the woman beside me touches my arm gently. And I turn to see her, holding the Tupperware box out in front of her, offering me a small paper plate. We call it Manti, she tells me. It's so close to what you call it. So close. Only a matter of some miles, and we smile at each other. I take the plate, the Tupperware box. Sitting on low, small chairs, knees near up by our ears, not caring about flour getting on our clothes. And we eat, not saying anything. Mantu, 
and tea. Our mouths are full of memories. My heart aches, but I taste my life. Sharing something similar. To be fed. To be safe. To be home. Is there like a dish that you would have that's like over here it might be, I don't know, fish and, fish and chips. chips. Fish, and, fish and chips here, but what would you have? Mantu. Mantu. Now, are they little dumplings? Yes. So I call them manti and they're open. So you put them in a big pan and they're like little, they're about that big. And then inside there's all sorts of lovely things. So you call them mantu and I call them manti because Armenia isn't that far from Afghanistan. So that's similar, but we're just with one letter change. And do you have a sauce with yours or yogurt? Sauce. Oh, what's in the sauce? Is it is it like um, tomatoes or? No. Oh, oh, so we it's have a like tomato a white, one. White sauce. Oh, creamy. Oh, so is it like, um, I think it's like a yogurt, like labne mm. or? Yeah. Labne, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so, I love all this. <laughs> See how similar, even though it's like different countries, it's it's similar that we have.